there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about a young environmentalist's Nobel Prize nomination, and, once and for all, the difference between good and bad debt. But first, a faction of Senate Republicans showed some independence on Thursday and voted to cancel President Donald Trump's declaration of an emergency on the U.S.-Mexico border. Trump has said he will veto the resolution, however, and not enough Republicans in the House or Senate have said they oppose the emergency to reach the two-thirds majorities needed to override the veto. Nevertheless, Thursday's vote revealed simmering tensions between the president and members of his party on Capitol Hill who pleaded with him to change course. Trump declared the emergency in February to secure funds to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. But his administration hasn't yet taken any action to begin construction. Senate Republicans had tried to head off Thursday's disapproval vote by drafting legislation to curtail a president's emergency powers in the future. But the idea fizzled as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she wouldn't bring it to a vote in the House. And Trump himself rejected the idea in a conference call with GOP senators on Wednesday. Trump also tweeted ahead of the vote on Thursday that he would support efforts to amend the law pertaining to national emergencies at a later date. But the statement failed to quell opposition among his party. 16-year-old Swedish environmental activist Greta Thunberg was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize on Wednesday for her tireless work combating global warming. We have proposed Greta Thunberg because if we do nothing to halt climate change, it will be the cause of wars, conflict, and refugees, Norwegian lawmaker Freddy Andre Ufstegard told Norwegian news outlet VG. He continued, quote, Greta Thunberg has launched a mass movement, which I see as a major contribution to peace, unquote. After Sweden had its hottest summer on record, Thunberg staged a school walkout in August to force politicians to act. She has since inspired hundreds of thousands to do the same, creating the hashtag Fridays for Future movement, which has enlisted thousands of young people to skip school today to march for policy action on environmental issues. Thunberg also spoke out at the United Nations Climate Change Conference in Poland this past December, where she told lawmakers they were, quote, not mature enough to tell it like it is. And the average total debt per household in the U.S., including mortgages, student loans, and credit cards, is a whopping $135,768, according to an analysis of Federal Reserve data by personal finance site NerdWallet. That might seem pretty troubling, but some debtors would be quick to point out that not all of their debt is bad. How is that possible? There is a difference between good debt and bad debt, according to Jennifer B. Harper, the owner of Bridge Financial Planning. The way to determine which is which is to consider whether or not the debt is creating a future opportunity or a future problem, she explained. So do you have good debt or bad debt? Here's how to know. While debt is not inherently good or bad, in general, most financial experts agree that taking on certain types of debt can lead to better outcomes than others. So in that sense, you can say that some debt is considered good when used the right way. With this in mind, here are a couple examples of good debt. A mortgage. Not many people are able to purchase a house with cash. Usually, home buyers have to take on some debt to own property. And with a decent credit score, a mortgage can be taken out at a reasonably low interest rate. 
Homes are usually appreciating assets and can also provide certain tax benefits, said financial planner and owner of 7th Street Financial, Jeff Burke. He continued, quote, These benefits can far outweigh the downside of not having the debt, but paying rent and not building equity, unquote. And there's credit building debt. The unfortunate reality of the credit industry is that every adult has to take on some form of debt in order to build a good credit score. In that sense, credit card debt can be good, since it helps you build credit, but only if it's debt that you can pay off each month. If you don't begin building a strong credit history and score early in life, it can be tough to borrow money at an affordable rate later. Plus, good credit is needed for general life needs like renting an apartment and getting a mobile phone plan. But don't buy a $500,000 house or take on a $50,000 student loan just because a lender says you can afford it. You should crunch the numbers on your own and know how much of your monthly budget can really be taken up by debt payments. Then decide if that debt is really going to leave you in a better place than you are now. And whereas good debt offers potential benefits down the road, bad debt won't leave you any better off. Debt incurred for lifestyle or consumer expenses you can't really afford is bad debt. For example, if you charge purchases for clothes, entertainment, dining out, or furniture to a credit card and then carry a balance month over month, you'll accumulate interest and possibly go deeper into debt. Meanwhile, those new outfits and fancy meals aren't doing anything to increase your bottom line. But credit card debt isn't the only bad form. There are also payday loans, IRS debt, elective medical debt, and any other debt that will cost you money in the long run. Ultimately, debt can be a tool that helps you access other opportunities, but it's never guaranteed. So borrow wisely, regardless of whether it's good or bad. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. Former U.S. Representative Beto O'Rourke officially joined the race for the Democratic presidential nomination on Thursday, seeking to capitalize on an underdog U.S. Senate race that ended in defeat but catapulted him to the national stage. And Francesco Frankie Boy Kelly, believed to be the boss of the notorious Gambino crime family, was killed on Staten Island late Wednesday, the New York Police Department said. Cali, 53, was shot six times outside his home shortly after 9 p.m. He was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead, an NYPD official told HuffPost. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye!